0: Yeah. I just woke up into season three of finally podcasting with your host Blaze. <laughs> well, it's been a long time coming, not really. It's been a couple of months, and I took off and I just figured, you know, hey, you know what? I don't want to leave this podcast. I think I need to come up on another season because it's going to be great, and I'm full of energy and always got topics to talk about. So, how are you doing, family? You doing good? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, before I even begin this season, really, it's not even about beginning this episode. I think that uh, I took time and reflected, you know, these past two seasons and, you know, I started to realize a lot of things I don't want to say necessarily don't deserve energy or deserve my energy, but it's like, I've been a little bit more lax for a little bit. And I started looking at and analyzing so many different things around me. And I started feeling to myself, I was like, you know what? I don't need to argue or I don't need to look at certain issues and be like, this needs to be made a big deal of. You know what I'm saying? So I just was thinking about it and I was just was like, eh, I don't even feel like talking about half the stuff I would talk about this season because it's just like, you know, I got more information to give to you more so than to, you know, rant and rave about. And, you know, I, I think on this podcast, I've been pretty fair. I don't usually rant really too crazy. I usually just provide you with the facts and information. And um, you know, you go on your merry way. But um this season, this season I got a lot of things in store. You know, I just wanna make that very clear about uh, everything that's going on. And I, I just got some great stuff that i want to put out there for you guys. So uh, I think this episode, we're just gonna do updates today. We're gonna to keep it plain and simple. I just wanna go a couple of things that I've been seeing online. A couple of things I've been seeing now in uh, social media, the media outs- outlets. I was gonna tell live vision, even though I don't watch TV. <laughs> But uh, it's some interesting stuff that's been going on and I just want to touch on it because those are the recent things that I've seen on my uh, feed. So screw it. Let's start, family. So I've been noticing a couple of things. I think I'm going to be talking about some just um, regular old issues, I guess. I'm going to define this segment as like war on black men season. Based on the factor of like, I've been seeing some stuff online, you know, such as like Ari Lennox and Lonnie Love. So I just want to give my opinions on that real quick. And then, you know, later down the line this episode, I want to talk about the whole thing with Lizzo and Trump. How do I begin? So apparently I'm going to get on Ari Lennox first because she's fine as hell. And I just like to talk about Ari Lennox first because she's just fine to me. She's just fine, fine. You know, she called herself, shape but a baby. And I'm just like, damn, girl, you, you fine as hell, right? So uh, Ari Linux basically went on Instagram and she was talking about how, you know, some some troll, I'm not sure if it was a black guy, so-called black guy, or whatever, but it was a troll. You know, that's definitely what it was. It was a troll online that sat there and said, you know, Ari Linux and Tayana Taylor as high sex appeal, but in the face they look like a Rottweiler. From this segment or this comment being made on Twitter, there was a whole exchange between so-called black women and black men going back and forth about defaming black women and disrespecting black women and saying all these disparaging marks about black women to make it seem like they're ugly and undesirable. And you know you have so-called black men who provide the proof of a black woman on Twitter who says that you know there's rap artists or R&B artists out there now that look like pit bulls. Why are we going into calling each other dogs? And some type of breed of dogs is beyond me, but I think it's stupid. Sorry, Linux has a emotional confession on her ice her instagram live because i understand she does ig lives a lot and you know there's there's even one thing that i saw before when she was talking about what she was saying that she was talking about how her dating experiences was going and about her being from dc and about talking about dc niggas is trash or niggas is trash and she was in awe of this nigerian cat that was trying to dance with her all this other stuff. I don't know. I seen a video randomly or whatever and stuff like that. But um, I just rolled my eyes on the whole situation, man. I, I rolled my eyes on the situation because it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. I understand that you got knuckles out, knuckleheads out here who talk trash about black women. You know, black brothers. The brothers out there that say stuff, disparaging stuff about black women sit here and say black women are trash. They're bitches. All they do is wear weaves and, you know, they want... They're gold diggers and this, that, and a third. But you you have to understand, man, a lot of people in our society in general, it don't even matter what race you are, whatever. This generation, and I'm sorry to say it, I'm in my 20s and I feel like this. I feel like I'm older than everybody by spirit. Not everybody, but like certain things just don't resonate with me. Like spending your time on social media and crying over a troll that sat there and called you a Rottweiler. Who gives a damn? I'm I'm just... That's in my opinion. I I don't see any fruitfulness from this. Like, there's nothing you can add to it. It is not hating a black woman because one man makes a comment. This is not the ideologies and thought processes of multiple, if not a lot of black men. There's a lot of black men who love black women. There's a lot of black women out there that think Ari Lennox is attractive. I am one of them. So, I mean... An ideal, an ideal aspect is just a fact of the matter we're being involved in a gender war that is not necessary. And this is the reason why I call this segment War on Black Men. I think this is the type of season because around this time last year in January, this is the same thing people were talking about with Jesse Smollett, him being a, a homosexual so-called black man, getting caught up in an altercation in Chicago when it was about two degrees outside. And I, I definitely let my piece on it. I thought he was lying. Come to find out he was lying. And then he went on about this whole entire act of calling himself the gay Tupac. And then about how these Nigerian cats was the ones that set him up or he set him up because it was some feud with how he's getting paid from Empire. I also talked about the so-called gay agenda and all these different things that was going on and stuff like that. But it's not to, to, to debate with people. I'm in an energy in my life. I'm looking at everything at my age. And I'm just like, I don't feel like debating with people. I don't feel like having these big widescreen IG arguments. I just don't feel like it. I'm not saying it won't happen if it's necessary. But if it's not necessary, I'm not wasting my time. What I feel about Ari Lennox, her rhetoric and the way that she rolls. Yes, we can get in awe all day about how she's an attractive superstar. She's an attractive soul singer and this, that and third. But understanding her rhetoric she has the rhetoric of a lot of these women out here, if not a lot of these people out here, so we don't just narrow it, narrow it down to women, where for whatever reason, because of personal informations, you have then taken that and made it a generalization on everyone, more specifically black men, because of that. That's not fair. Now, I know this sounds controversial. I know this sounds controversial. There might be certain people in certain races that... I might've come into contact with, and they might've done certain racist towards me. If I would've met a friend of mine who is of a different nation, of a different race, am I then gonna make a generalization on that person because of the, the encounters and experiences that I've had with one person of another nation or race? No, I don't even wanna use that as an analogy. I'm gonna use black women because, you know, I love black women, so-called black women. I wanna be with a so-called black woman and a woman of the melanated diaspora. I've been cheated on, I've been treated like trash, I've been misled, I've been so many things from a so-called black woman. This is true. I don't sit here and say it because it's not true. And I'm not saying that because I'm trying to argue the fact and matter that so-called black women are not worth it. That's not what I'm saying at all. So hear me out when I say this. I'm just giving you a detail of on the man's side... The situations I've been involved in as a so called black man from a so called black woman, and I still have the same fire and energy of finding me a so called black woman than trying to find another nation. I just love black women. I wanna be with a black woman. But I could sit back and I'd be like, yo, you know what? I don't wanna deal with black women because they always cheating on me. They always treat me like trash. They always doing me dirty. They always sit up there making fun of me. They always da-da-da-da. Oh, they called me a pit bull before. They called me a chihuahua. Or called me a shih tzu. That right there is a very painful, emotional, I would say, grievance that you share upon the world to make a generalization. And the difference between m- women and men Sometimes in a society, and that's why I'm being careful to say sometimes, because I'm not saying it's all women who do this, but it's a good amount of y'all that do do this. You let certain situations and certain encounters with different men give you a generalization of what all men are like. That's not fair. And with that, that's my conclusions about the Ari Lennox situation, which brings me on to my Lonnie Love situation. Now, I think Lonnie Love is a 40-something-year-old woman who's just very insecure. I don't, I don't, I don't try to be rude or try to make fun of her, but I really feel like, and this happens with multiple women, they're very insecure. I'm not saying all women, but certain women are very insecure. I definitely do think people like Lonnie Love is insecure. She's inside up there and use her emotional tadpole of going on the real and plenty situations to complain about how she's trying to find love and about how black men is always giving her a hard time. Mind you, in 2014, she had a man that was 23 years old. No homo. A very fine, attractive, handsome looking brother. Dark skin, you know what I'm saying? Tall in height and whatever. Looked like he really put a smile on Lonnie Love's face. So now, in 2019, she's talking about her white husband. I don't really give a damn about people who have other nations, more specifically Caucasians, as a really give a damn about what their opinion is, which is the reason I don't really care for what Kanye has to say about black issues. And you know, you guys know I get on his ass every single time. I don't care for people like that having conversations about blackness and all these other things. You're, you're out of the conversation once you go ahead with another nation. You are therefore fraudulent on when it comes to the black conversations. But Lonnie Love, taking her conversations to the World Wide Web, or no, television, television, on the real, full of actors, actresses, whatever have you, that more than likely have are dating someone of another nation. More than likely. Oh, I know a lot of people are getting on Jin right now. The Asian girl that's on The rail, And how she's in a relationship with Jeezy. I said to people on Facebook. Because I had this conversation on Facebook. If she wants to date Jeezy, that's her business. I don't give a damn. Like I told you before. My energy is not even there to even get upset. Or whatever. And this, that, and third. Because it's some Asian girl dating a so-called black man. My thing about it is, is when you people of another nation or so-called black people get with people of another nation, you then need to use that as a preference to sit here and disrespect so-called black people. That's when I feel like, you know, you're pushing it. You're pushing it to the iceberg that it doesn't need to be. And you need to shut up. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. Don't sit here. And, let, and just to say for an example, I'm not saying I'm ever going to do this. If I blaze. Was to get in a relationship with a so-called white woman, a Caucasian woman, right? And I get in a relationship with her and I figure out, oh, she's treating me so nice and she's being so nice to me. See, black women can never do that. They'll just sit up there and try to get at you about their money and talk about child support and blah, blah, blah. That's sucker shit. That's something that I would feel like you are an idiot about that and you're just a hater. And the fact of the matter is that you secretly do love so-called black women. But you want to mask it by sitting up there trying to shit on so-called black women because there's no reason why you need to mention that. Or is this an attempt to try to make uh, so-called black woman jealous? Stupid. Just enjoy dating your white woman or your Caucasian woman or your Asian woman, whatever have you, and just shut up. You understand what I'm saying? That's all you got to do. You don't need to do nothing else, but just shut up and enjoy it. The reason why my nose and my eyebrows is a little rise with Jenna Mai is because the way she came at it about her taste in black men before was based off of. And everybody does this analogy all day long on talk about this whole thing and try to value the black man for this is about his damn penis. In my case, I call it the phallus, but his penis about how great his penis is and all this other stuff. That's why. I don't like getting into conversations about this. You know what I'm saying. That's the reason I get I, I, my my mm-hmm. eyebrows was raised. Excuse me, because I'm getting text right now. But this is the reason I got into a conversation about this. Or I feel some type of way about this, and that was my re- real reason why I got my eyes raised at Jinder Mahi. But if she's happy with Young Jeezy, I don't care. You do what you got to do. Lonnie Love, on the other hand, in my opinion, it's very insecure. Just like the new co-host. Amanda Seals, which I touched on in season two of Finally Podcasting, she's very insecure. I don't do these, 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 these sayings and stuff like that to kind of, you know, to to just make fun of people like Lonnie Love and Amanda Seals. But I feel like there's a lot of insecurities for you to sit here and go online and talk trash about black men or whatever have you because of your personal experiences says a lot about how you're dealing with things and who you deal with A lot of people in this society just don't have patience and don't have, I can't humble themselves. So therefore, they have to take their their anguishes online, on social media, on on the TV, on different conversations with different people, and then objectify themselves by sitting here blaming it on and generalizing all people the same way. And that's the problem we have in our society right now. So with people like Lonnie Love, it doesn't surprise me. She's been on this trip for a minute if she fell in love with this white man, this Irish dude, because he has Irish anse- um, um, ancestry or whatever, good for her. My advice to Lonnie Love is keep it where it's at. Keep it over there with your man. Be happy to be dating some white dude or whatever and this, that, and third. If that's the love you can get out of your desperation attempts, good for you. Gabby Sadive, and this is the thing that I don't like. I don't like how, you know, you'll have the so-called black woman, more or less heavy, heavy set black women. Now to sit here and complain all day long about how black men don't love them and black men don't want them and this, that, and a third, they'll get with a white man and then all of a sudden he's like this Fabio, Prince Charming, everlasting love type of dude and stuff like that. Miss, slow down. Uh, Because a couple of people or a lot of people ain't checking for you does not mean that it's a race issue. Maybe people just don't find you attractive. Maybe people might think that you're ugly. I'm not sitting here calling you ugly. I'm not saying that you're ugly. I'm not sitting up there saying you will never find a man because you're so-called ugly. I'm not saying that. Maybe there's just people out there that don't find you attractive. Leslie Jones, and I'm not going to put this into the atmosphere, but because she had complained about her dating history and dating in general, it wouldn't be surprising to me once in a blue moon or somewhere down the line she finds a white man to court her. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because that's what usually happens. I'm not saying it does happen, but that's what usually happens. So, family, in retrospect, I don't give a damn about what Lonnie Love says. I don't give a damn what Amanda Seals says. And I damn sure don't give a damn what Ari Lennox says. All you need is black women out here who supports black men, who cares about black men, if you are the type of person that wants to marry or be in a relationship with your people. If you don't, if you want to explore the seas and you want to give people like... um. The lady that comes out with the pink pill or whatever. I forgot what her name is. The, the the one that is a proud swirler that wants to advocate for black women swirling. And all you women out here, black women that want to advocate for black women swirling. Oh, my God. Just just go somewhere. I don't know what else I could tell you. But like, damn, yo, keep that over there. You don't need to sit here and bash black men in the process and sit here and think you're getting over on somebody by dissing us the way that you're doing. Keep that over there. You know what I'm saying? You got real people out there that really care to be staying in a nation and want to still um, be fruitful, and multiply, consummate, have relations, build a nation, build a foundation with the opposite sex of the same nation. And we should have that mindset because we have other nations that do it. White nations definitely do do it. Asians do. Indians do, even though they're still considered Asian and the rest of us. So there's no problem with wanting to stay inside your race, but don't use that as a preference to hate on people and then make it so that you can valif- validate yourself by being with another nation, more so the Caucasian man or woman. And said it on that. Family, quick announcement before I start this segment. I know you're probably hearing sounds outside. My window is open, so... <laughs> In case you just hear numerous things, it's either because someone is texting me or there's just some noise out the window. I can't help it. It's the city. So let's get into the next segment, man. I think I got about like you know, two more issues before I you know sign out. Ironically, I can hear the sound now. It's the aircraft. So I want to talk about Lizzo and I want to talk about how there's just this recent uh, thing online uh, this is fitness trainer. I, I forgot her name. All I know is she's Caucasian. I am so sorry. I just know she's Caucasian. That's all I know. And I ain't gonna lie. The girl, the woman, she got some curves on her. You know, she got some muscle. She got some curves. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, she look, she look aight. You know what I'm saying? And body-wise, she look at right because she, you know, got the yoga pants and all that other stuff. That's not my point, though. So basically is this comment, I don't know if she was on NBC or MSNBC, I never know. It was just some network, channel network or whatever. And she was just basically making this comment to Lizzo about, well, about Lizzo. And she was like, you know, are we celebrating the fact of matter that, you know, she's fat or she's just like body positive? Like, I don't understand. Like, you know, good for her type of thing. Like, who cares, you know what I mean? Like, we still need to address the fact of the matter that obesity is a problem in this country. So with that being said, I guess a lot of people took it to heart. Lizzo sat out there and responded, as she rightfully should, because she's been the butt of all jokes recently, <laughs> especially with the idea of Iran right now and the whole thing that's going on between Trump and Iran. And my opinion on that is... Um, I don't know where to begin with it, but what do I feel about the comments and whatever? I mean, people are people, you know, you're not going to have people who's going to agree with you. You got people who took it too far, people who went on the internet. And I think she dropped an album where she's naked and, you know, she like, you know, you remember Biggie's album, Ready to Die? And it's like a baby and they're sitting like Indian style, I guess. So she's sitting Indian style, but she's naked. You can't see her titties. You can't see her bare ass or whatever and stuff like that. So... You know, uh the comment that was made, you know, and they took that picture of her being her album and they pretended that there was this, this jet that was sprucing out a rocket, like a, a rocket launcher or like a bomb, a nuke. And they put Lizzo's body as the nuke or the bomb. It's really messed up. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to laugh, but it's so messed up. I was like, damn. <laughs> Ah, I was like oh word that's so messed up B But I guess she caught on to it And she was like yo the internet is being too mean tonight I'm gonna get off I'm gonna come back on tomorrow And I was just like damn you gotta take that L Being a public figure isn't easy This is the same thing Ari Linux needs to learn Like I mentioned before early in this episode You know like being a public figure isn't easy You gonna get dissed on You are gonna have to roll with the punches It's just like when you in the hood when you in the hood, family, if you know you've been in the hood, white people, you kind of got to know this too. And Asian people, y'all basically know. Everybody gets bullied. It don't matter who it is. You know what I'm saying? I you know, I had my fair share of being teased and dissed on in high school and junior high school and this, that, and the third. I had my fair share. I wasn't fat in high school or you know, overweight or anything. And I'm not saying that to make fun of Lizzo. I'm just saying in context of this conversation, I was teased for different things. I was teased for being short. I was teased for having nappy hair. You know, all these different things happen when I was in high school, but, you know, you grow from it and you just be like, hey, either you're going to spend your time in your 20s bitching and complaining about it or you're going to own it. And, you know, with that, you know, I'm a sexy ass dude now. So, you know, I got the beard. I got the, you know, the looks and stuff like that. I'm drinking more water. So my skin is looking clear. So who cares? I understand that the, the diagram is the, 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 the conversations is different because it's a woman versus a man. A man cares about his looks but not the same way that a woman cares about her looks and I applaud Lizzo for being a type of woman who is rebellious and giving a new mark to what it means to be a woman not going by societal standards of what beauty is and all these different things that's great man that's great the last time we've ever had that and I know a lot of people wouldn't think so is Marilyn Marilyn Monroe I would say so because she wasn't Skinny. You know, she had curves. They said that she had voluptuous curves in the 50s and all this other stuff. She wasn't skinny. She wasn't athletically built. She had a little bit of curves on her. This was Marilyn Monroe. So, getting back to the point about Lizzo, I know a lot of people take online, and especially, you know, earlier, and I never got the chance to speak about this, but, you know, we was talking about how, you know, Lizzo went to the Lakers game and basically she was wearing this long ass t shirt that cut out holes and it was showing her ass in a black thong and you know you know a lot of people rightfully so said what they needed to say about that and made comments about it and you know saying that it was inappropriate in which i agree and they said well if it was rihanna or if it was someone that was skinnier than Lizzo, y'all wouldn't have a problem with it shut the hell up i mean i know the situation is over but shut the hell up it don't have anything to do with Lizzo being big boned or heavy set or none of that, okay? I've had relations with women that are heavy set, had the time of my life with them. I've kissed girls that's heavy set. It has nothing to do with that. My idea, I mean, well, maybe because I'm different from other people, I'm, I'm very open minded. As long as you're not the type of woman that has extraneous, extraneous health problems, I don't give a damn. Just like I get on people who's heavy set and I sit here and I tell you, y'all have medical issues, get that checked out before you sit here and encourage other women that have the same problems as yours to sit here and be grateful for being heavy set and promoting body positivity. If you don't have problems being fat or heavy set, then my problem is not with you. This conversation is not for you. I'm not talking about you but if you are there is no reason why you should be encouraging other women to be doing the same thing i thought lizzo's outfit was tacky as hell i'm just being honest it was tacky it was very very tacky it had nothing to do with her being heavyset the, the outfit was just tacky and it was inappropriate you have children at the lakers game that is not appropriate to be carrying out these sexual acts at a damn lakers game and you're twerking that's all i'm saying Just like I got on Lizzo, I got on Eugenia Cooney. who I don't know what her uh, status is right now, but when I had Sora, and if you don't know who Eugenia Cooney is, go on YouTube, search up her name. I don't know what she does. I guess she does cosplay, and she does um, reviews on different things or makeup tutorials or whatever and stuff like that. Point is, Shorty is very skinny. And I mean very, very skinny. I'm talking about literally skin and bones. And I look, because she had her mom in a video, I said, why are you not sitting up there getting some treatment for this girl? Because she looks like she has some type of disease or something that's going on with her. She's like really a head, like she has a big head and like a, a small ass body. Why are you encouraging for your daughter to be online and for her to just being able to do these YouTube videos? And then she had the nerves to try to make a video, how to twerk. I think that was back in 2013. I'm not sure. But I got on Eugenia Cooney too. I said, that's not cool how, how baby girl is looking. Nah, she shouldn't be looking like that. She needs to have some more meat on her bones. There's nothing with, wrong with a woman that's petite, okay? Not everybody could be uh, a woman that has a fat ass and nice, nice, leaky, good-sized titties and, you know, a six-pack or just a shape. You understand what I'm saying? Certain women just don't got that. And that is fine. That is fine. I'm not sitting up there saying there's anything wrong with that. But you see how I don't just get on Lizzo or I get on women. That might be 600 pounds, a.k.a. six, um, my 600-pound life. That's on Lifetime TV. I don't know if it's Lifetime, TLC, whatever the channel is. That's not good. You shouldn't be lonely sitting in your apartment with your brine panties on, sitting up there having like two dozens of pizzas and donuts and milk and this, that, and the third. No, mama. Get your ass in the gym. Go see a damn doctor. Go do this, that, and the third. There is no reason why you should be eating yourself to death. That's how um Big Pun died. Big Pun was big, and then we talking about 97, 98. The brother died in 2000s from a heart attack. No, did anybody advise him to lose weight? I don't give a damn. The dude had superb rap skills, but at the same time, it was unhealthy. Same reason if you ever see a celebrity or you see someone out here who's nothing more but skin and bones, you need to find a way for them to get help. Well, I'm not saying you, you're not obligated. But if you care so much, they need to get help. Advise them. So when we're talking about the body shaming and all this other stuff in this society, it's just that women really don't want to hear what men have to say. Women don't want to hear anything nobody has to say as long as they can be happy in their own skin. But being happy in your own skin comes with conditions and standards, I feel like. Just like me, I'm not going to be walking outside shirtless in certain altitudes, especially if it's cold outside because I know better. I'm not going to go up to someone, well, I can do whatever I want. I'm not about to walk outside in my briefs, just my briefs on because I feel sexy one day. And let's just say it's the summertime. You will not see Blaze just walk outside in briefs because I have respect for myself. Now, no, I'm not going to talk about that because I was about to get biblical, but I'm not going to talk about that. But my point of the matter is people like Lizzo and especially I'm going to be talking about her later this season because it also has to do with music. Because I feel like Lizzo, I don't know who's categorizing Lizzo as a rapper, but she's not a rapper. She's a pop star. You know what I'm saying? She does pop music. And because she's black, you automatically call her a rapper. That's why I don't like Hollywood when they sit up there and they mislabel artists and put them in genres that don't make sense, that they shouldn't be applicable to. So. I just feel like with Lizzo, you're going to get it. It, and you know it is what it is. I mean, there's certain people that brag on about, yeah, I'm a big old woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big bone. I'm heavy set. I love me and this that and the third. Next thing you know, a couple of months later or next year, they'll lose weight and all of a sudden they slim now. That's the thing that happened with Monique. Don't you see that Monique is always in the gym? Now praise to that sister because she's always bigging up black men, so called black men. But Monique. Used to be that girl that, you know, I remember the 2004 BET Awards when she had all the, you know, the backup dances for her. and She was grooving, shaking the tail feathers and stuff like that. And she's like, Beyonce ain't got nothing on me. And then all of a sudden, now you see her in 2019 or for the past three years that she's slimmed down and that she works out. And, you know, she's always giving out words of affirmations, even though she had a conflict with Netflix. That's where you see it at. You know what I'm saying? So, um. No, Lizzo, you're just going to get it. You know, either you're going to take it on headstrong, you're going to be like, whatever. And I'm, I'm pretty sure she does take it like that. But I mean, sexualization and period, my my thought process doesn't have to do with what weight you are. It's just that I don't enjoy women in this society being over overly sexual because now sex just feels like a normal thing. It just doesn't feel as special anymore. I'm just saying. And the last thing that I want to mention in this whole entire media aspect, even though I don't even like to talk about Hollywood anymore, I'm gonna just let it be known. You got the brother out there by the name of Billy Porter who's been making headlines for wearing this like uh, pants suit that looks like a dress, but then having these temporary butterfly tattoos to represent transgenders. In my opinion. I'm sorry. I, I got to just say, it. I think it's just highly weird using him to be a troll and he's willfully being a troll to kind of just get back at straight people and get at people who don't believe in a man wearing a dress, which is something I did mention him in season two, of finally podcast. And you can still listen to the episode. I called it black series. They will use you craftsmanship and you can watch it at any time. I mean, listen to it at any time you want to, but um, it's all about meaning and agenda trying to do this rebellious thing of going through societal norms or going against societal norms in which I find out, I found out through different things is that the people who have the upper hands are the ones that started the chaos, it wasn't us. We've been socially engineered into thinking that it's something wrong with having a family value and having respect for yourself. A man should dress like a man and a woman should dress like a woman. Now there's a problem. I mean, shout outs to my homie Dev. She had touched on this a little bit about how they was trying to masculize masculize the woman by introducing her to pants and telling the woman that she shouldn't wear dresses no more. And then sit up there allowing the man to wear skinny jeans, to be more feminized, and, you know, wear leggings and all this other stuff. To now, to the point, you see men wearing dresses. Uh, shout outs to that sister for that. Thank you for that. But, um, more say, like I said before, man, I think that Billy Porter is just being used as a troll, used as a tool to kind of egg on this idea that, you know, you want to be rebellious and you're fighting against people who disagree with your life choices or your lifestyle or being the type of person to wear a dress. I mean, this, this whole thing is just going down downhill, man. You know, you know, you do need a police siren right now because you need to police this whole nonsense. But in my opinion, I think Billy Porter, I think the rhetoric is just very trollish. I'm not saying he's a troll himself, but I think the rhetoric is very trollish to kind of just fight against it because there's been numerous times he's been on award shows and they've done all these outlandish things to give him this grand opening since last year when he wore that dress that black dress that was uh had a suit in it. And I tell you, family, I just don't give a damn no more. It's just a whole bunch of stuff that just doesn't mean anything to me. I'm just I'm just waiting for things to just just die off, as far as I'm concerned. Because it's just a lot of nonsense. And you know who they're gonna target? Kids. Kids. If you didn't know by now, they got these transgender slash drag queens reading to these kids in the libraries. It really tells you something. Now if I have a son or if I have a daughter. If I ever, you know what I'm saying, if I ever get married or I choose to have a child, I don't know, I still say that I do. But, you know, if I do or when I do, you know, it's gonna be hard for me me to raise them as a father because then I'm gonna have to go through these guidelines and people are gonna go give me so many problems on how I raise my kids. And I'm gonna be like, yo, it's my kids. If I sit here and I tell them right is right, wrong is wrong, who the hell are you to tell me how to raise my kids? Mind your business. Let me take care of my issues you worry about yours. If I wanna teach my son... That he should not be wearing such things that these other boys is, is wearing. That's my business. If I teach my son that, hey, you know, there's only two genders. There's only male and female. That's my business. And this could be catapulted to a lot of children and a lot of parents out here today. Who are teaching their children, this is not right. Boys don't do that. Girls don't do that. That's their business. So don't try to come on people's tag and tell them what to do. Just like you tell us, don't tell you what to do. So, like I said, I feel like Billy Porter's antics is just very trollish and he's being sent out in Hollywood to be this trollish person to meet an agenda. I'm going to leave it at that. My last point, I want to touch on Trump. And, you know, I know a lot of people in this society right now do not have a favorable uh, favorable opinion of Trump. There's people out there which I'm gonna mention later on this season. Maybe the next episode, maybe the other episode, I have no idea. But um, you know, I would like to mention the idea about Trump. You know, first 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 off, that you have a lot of people out there that talk about Trump has done more for Obama, thus has done more for this generation of people and a society of people than Obama did. People will argue that Obama did more for this country than Trump has done. My opinion is very simple, people. Presidents don't mean shit. And I'll tell you why. United States of America is a corporation that makes it their duty to make every decision based upon money and exploitation. So do I care about this presidency? No, I don't. Do I care about these candidates running? No, I don't. Do I pay attention to it? Yes, I do. I've had my grievances. I've had my talks about candidates that's up there. People out here who give you this imagery and this false idolatry, this false likelihood that they're going to change the American public, that they're going to do all these rationale things and all these stock raving, changing the world, whole things to better Americans. So-called black people primarily have to sit on a back burner, still have to deal with the idea that we're going through poverty. But with poverty this day and age, we also call it gentrification to up the stakes in these poverty lands to kick us off these lands that we had came to in the Great Migration era or even before then. So that's what we have to deal with. Trump, my opinion about Obama, Obama is a mutt. Obama was not an African-American. Well, yes, he was an African-American. And I'll explain what I mean by that even later this season. When I talk about African-Americans versus the African diaspora, I'm going to make it into a series because I feel like it. My idea about Obama, they will never give you a so-called black president. They won't. They phrase it. You don't think America knows what they're doing. America knows exactly what they're doing. You did not have the first black president. You had the first African, a foreigner, a foreigner president. Because he comes from, I don't remember what country he comes from, but, you know, his father was white, his mom, or is it the opposite? I forgot. But you understand what I mean. Because he had that white blood in him, that's the reason he was able to still be president. Think about that, okay? I want you guys to know my opinion about Obama, this whole entire opinion about change, and this whole entire opinion about, you know, coming together and doing all these different things he's just using he just used the black vote he didn't do anything for black people no he didn't he gave more rights to the lgbtq and everybody else besides so-called black people which is the reason i stand by what i said he was not the first black president and you know exactly what i mean when i say that he was not the first black president he was an african that means he came from another nation He came from the continental of Africa, the continent of Africa. I mean, he's a continental African is what I meant to say. But I don't believe he was the first black president. No, he did not do anything for black people. He did something more so for the LGBTQ community and everybody else. The universal health care. I hear that it piggyback off of the health care that happens in Canada, calling Obamacare, Obama phones and all these different things, whatever have you. Let's get to Trump. Now, we're also in this high you know fear-mongering campaign because of what happened to iran about how you know they fired missiles into iran and you know they killed the general i forgot who it is the war general of iran or whatever in this and the third my opinion on it is it's a fear-mongering campaign first of all so-called america well america i keep saying so-called i get so tongue twisted america you have to understand their a corporation, my idea about why they went into Iran, it's not necessarily about, about the fact of the matter that they had tension with Iran, even though they do, but it's for a different reason. I feel like it's to steal their oil reserves. It's to steal their oil resources, because again, it's about a corporation. They wanna make as much money as they can. We're in, uh. well, where? I don't like to be applicable to a corporation. Unfortunately, uh, since I have a social security number and I have, my identification through the state and this, that, and the third, I have no choice but to be in their system. We all do. My opinion about it is, is that America does it to set up U.S. embassies and do all these different things to steal resources. It's not about fighting a war and this, that, and the third to cause conflict. It's about getting that money, getting as much reserves and all these different things to steal. Just like they stole when they came here. Trump... As far as I'm concerned, wanted to de-escalate a conflict with Iran. But in my opinion, they've been having problems with the Middle East since like the 1980s, the 1990s. Whether you had informants, whether you had people who was doing inside trades with America and then and the third, the jig is a little bit up. We, we see a little bit of cracks inside the concrete. My opinion on Trump trying to de-escalate conflict, I think you should applaud that man. Because if Iran was already trying to do something and there's Iranians inside Iran that's happy and is cheering for the death of this general, well, that says a little bit about Trump on a lot of different levels, don't you think? Well, why would Trump care to sit here and ease a conflict in Iran? And why are Iranians happy? They're not mad at Americans. They're happy for what uh, uh, Trump did. So, in my opinion, I'm kind of... Putting my eyebrows up like, wow, I mean, I'm not sitting up there saying I'm a Trump fan. Again, I don't care for presidents. So my opinion about Trump is very much in void because I don't care for presidents. Because I know that everything is just a show. Everything is just a fear-mongering campaign and all this other stuff. Just like they'll talk about these different things about famine and there's not enough supplies and all this other stuff because they've already been doing it. Because they want to hide things from you. Okay? Okay. In my opinion about it with Trump, I'm not sitting up there necessarily saying applaud that man and do all these different things. All I'm saying is it makes me look at things in different a- a retrospect. If this war is basically upon the idea of de-escalating a conflict where Ira- Iranians, native Iranians, are actually congratulating and happy and baking cakes and smiling and crying in joy and Trump was the one that initiated this. So I mean that's I don't know any anything further beyond that and about how, you know, they're sending out missile attacks and, and wanting to, you know, basically bomb New York City and do all these different things. I don't know. My opinion on it is if Trump is de-escalating into conflict with Iran, hmm, pretty cool. I mean I mean if you have Iranians happy, you have foreigners from other countries as happy for this, hmm. This is really interesting. You know what I'm saying? And that's as far as I'll go. Otherwise than that, I don't know what else to really say about it. America is going to be America. America is always going to steal resources. They're always going to find little things to do. They're always going to make life unbearable for people because that's what they do. And I mean, I'm not going to put this out into atmosphere, but you have certain central banks that's looking to basically put their dollar system on other countries. And I'll leave it at that. You do the research on who I'm talking about, and I'm not going to go any further. Otherwise than that, that's all I really have to say. Season three, you're in for a big surprise because I got some great things that I want to talk about this season. And I really feel like you guys are really going to enjoy it. But otherwise than that, peace and hair grease, and I'm out.